It was a moment that changed me, and I almost missed it. Touring the state Tretyakov Gallery in Moscow, I was rushing through a small room to catch up with some friends when the painting caught my eye. Russian artist Nikolai Yeroshenko had purposefully layered his oils on this canvas back in 1888. Five diverse prisoners, a soldier, a worker, a peasant, a mother, and a child, are huddled together, peering through the barred window of a halted prison rail car. The child reaches through the steel bars, feeding pigeons on the railway platform. Even in the midst of an awful predicament, the five prisoners were making a choice to engage with something. With what? Yershenko's title gave me the clue. There is life everywhere. Regardless of the day or the dilemma, uh, we each have an opportunity to embrace something. Not only the fact that our hearts are beating, but why they're beating. Yershenko beckons us to look beyond our immediate circumstances and seize the privilege of being human. There is life everywhere. With his title, Yershenko is making a statement. With the deliberate, thoughtful strokes of his brush, he's also asking a question. A question posed to those who will turn down the volume of their circumstances and listen. A question addressed not only to our ears, but our hearts. Will we embrace the life that's everywhere? Like a well-aimed arrow, his question pierced the silent space of the gallery and penetrated my heart. I sat down on the only bench in the room. Not only had I been rushing through my tour of the museum, I was just completing a season in which I'd been rushing through my life. Standing there, I realized I'd been imprisoned by my busyness, difficulties, and burnout. Yes, hectic and challenging seasons in our lives are unavoidable, and they can even be invigorating, but they can also turn deadly if we let the sound of the chaos drown out the question Yaroshenko is asking. Life. People define it in many ways. Is it merely when our cells are reproducing and our hearts are beating? We know there's more to being fully human than that, and we all have our ideas about what that element of more should include. Some fulfilling relationships, an enjoyable family, the attainment of a particular bank account balance, a gratifying career, the accumulation of enough stuff, a particular level of health and fitness— the absence of disease and difficulty, plenty of exciting vacations, enough fun along the way to keep at bay the ache that's deep within our souls. I, I sit back and I look at that list. Is that it? Is that life? A, a cycle of well-crafted circumstances? Really? Deep down, my objection comes in the form of a persistent suspicion, even a deafening hunch that there's more to the dance and drama of my life on this planet than air in my lungs and even circumstances to my liking. Take the characters in Yeroshenko's painting. Most of us think that a prison trip to Siberia would be a surefire snuffer of any kind of life worth experiencing. We'd think that humanity could never thrive in the context of conditions so inhumane. But Yeroshenko didn't think so. Even in less-than-ideal circumstances, he envisioned a type of life that's within reach. Yeroshenko's painting was actually inspired by a short story written by Leo Tolstoy three years earlier. In What Men Live By, Tolstoy, a follower of Christ, begins by quoting 1 John 3.14, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Those words reference a central theme of Jesus' teaching, uh, one that goes to the core of why he came, to usher us into a new way of being human. 
Before each of us is the choice to remain in a realm Jesus calls death or to allow him to transition us into the realm of life. In John 5.24, he says, I tell you the truth, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death to life. And so many people miss this, that Jesus is referring to something that happens right here and now.